Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Now before we get into the show, I want to say something. Just a reminder, March 8th on TBS, my game show with Eliza Schlesinger called Separation Anxiety premieres March 8th on TBS. It's an hour-long dating game prank show. You guys are going to fucking love it. Uh, We shot it in Atlanta over the summer while I was um, going back and forth doing Ghostbusters, and uh, it's finally here. I'm sure you've been seeing the commercials on TBS um, uh, tweet at me Let me know you've been seeing them I'm pumped for you guys to finally see it uh, It was a blast And it's a unique twist on the game show And I'm really uh, pumped for it to finally be here TBS March 8th Separation Anxiety Set your DVRs Now to the podcast Thank you guys so much for listening today Beautiful Monday morning Or fuck Wednesday night maybe I don't know. I don't know when you listen to the pod That's your call man we just bring you guys the new shows Monday, sometimes Thursday, like we're doing this week. You'll have a bonus episode this week. And uh, and then you just enjoy it when you can. We've been getting so many uh, amazing emails, by the way. I, I don't know if this was like Podcast Appreciation Month, but um, holy shit, man. Just a lot of incredible messages, uh, tweets, um, face-to-face uh, people coming up and, and, and thanking um, uh, us for, for doing the podcast one in particular, I was in New York City uh, this past weekend headlining Gotham Comedy Club, which was unbelievable. And um, first of all, thank you to everyone who came out to the shows. Uh, a couple of them were sold out, which is unbelievable. Gotham is one of my favorite clubs in the country. And it was New York City for Valentine's Day. Love was in the air. It was 12 degrees, but people still came out. And that, uh, you know, that's an testament to, uh, to comedy and to you guys and to, and to maybe maybe me a little bit. I know I'm still building my following, but there were definitely a lot of ALN fans throughout the weekend. And, um, man, it was love meeting, uh, lovely to meet some of you guys face-to-face. Um, one in particular, uh, a girl by the name of Melina Zambrano. If you're listening right now, you are the shit. <laughs> you are cool as fuck, Melina Zambrano. Um... What a, what a sweet gal. She came up to me after the show. Could not have been um, more adorably nervous. Uh, <laughs> and uh, had a nice entourage with her and uh, met all her pals. Talked about the pod for a little bit, which is always super cool when when you guys like give specifics. Like, I love this episode. I love She was like, when are you and, and Brent and, and uh, you know Adam Devine and Brad all going to do a show together? I was like, I mean, please, that sounds like the most fun of all time. If you could organize that, that would be great. Um, I will pay you in fruit by the foot forever. Uh, but she was so sweet and uh, had me sign up a, a podcast card. And, and she's going to go back and see Brad. He'll be at Gotham next month in April. And uh, and then she sent a, a, a sweet email um, just thanking us for doing the podcast. And it uh, it got me a little choked up, man. Um, she just caught me in the right in the right space and time to be moved uh, via email. <laughs> And it was really sweet, and uh, we took some pictures. Um, took a prom picture with her, uh, which was hilarious. Those are always classic poses post-show. Um, so, Melina Zambrano, if you're listening, you are the best. Thank you for being an ALN fan and listener. And uh, and, and keep on listening, and keep on being you, because you're the shit. 
Uh, Melina, by the way, uh, with this interaction has has spawned the origins. Uh, is that the right word? Spawned the 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 she's con- responsible for the origins. If you were to track the, what am I trying to say? All right, because of meeting uh, Melina, we are starting a new uh, segment of the podcast called Fan of the Week. That's right, baby. Brad and I are both on the road a lot, and we meet you guys, and we get tweets, and we get emails. Every week, we are going to pick an ALN Fan of the Week um, who is just uh, the shit. Whether we meet you at a live show, you tweet us something funny, you um, give us a dope five-star rating and comment on iTunes, and you leave a funny review, we're going to track all this shit, keep it into consideration, and every week, come up with a new ALN Fan of the Week. Oh, my God, worst trumpet ever. Um, and we will then uh, get in contact with you and send you some ALN merch. How about that, baby? Come on! Uh, so make sure that you're paying attention each week. We'll announce it um, at the uh, the intro every week, who the fan of the week is. So pay attention. Listen uh, to the intro. Don't skip it. Make sure you hear uh, that you could possibly be the ALN. Oh, God. That sounded like a chicken getting slaughtered while playing the trumpet. Um, to, for You know, for uh, your chance to be the fan of the week and get some free ALN merch. All right? So listen. Keep subscribing. Uh, keep uh, keep being a fan, baby, because it could pay off big time. Um, today's episode is unbelievable. We, we have a man who's been in the business uh, for about 15, maybe 20 years. Is just a He's a comics comic. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. He did the audience warm-up for Conan O'Brien uh, when he came to L.A. to do The Tonight Show. Did it for, uh, and then was there for that whole transition, which he talked about very candidly, which is incredible to just hear what it was like during the time when Conan got The Tonight Show and then shortly after lost it. Uh, and then he was there for years after when they switched over to TBS. Um, man, he ha- he's started, I think he's responsible for the first podcast ever. Uh, there was Corolla and Marin, but he started, I think, before them, I believe. His podcast is called Never Not Funny. Uh, he's a hilarious comedian. He's on the road all the time. He's got tour dates on his website, jimmypardo.com. We're talking about the one and only Jimmy Pardo. That's right, baby. I did in that fun voice because he's got a fun voice. I told him that right off the bat. He's got a great just listening voice, radio voice, whatever you want. It's easy on the ears. Uh, Jimmy is one of the funniest dudes I think I've ever met, and the quickness in his mind will really um, blow you guys away. It was... It was a really fun podcast. We talked about his his comedy upbringing in Chicago, how his folks let him watch Johnny Carson late at night, where he you know uh, picked up his influences, um, uh, getting into uh, the warm up game and, and and meeting Conan and how that job came to be, uh, starting the podcast and being kind of at the precipice of that whole um, uh, you know creative avenue. Um, and then there's just a lot of joking. He tells us how farts. The word fart drives this dude nuts. He can't, it like physically makes him sick, but he was nice enough to chat about it and <laughs> for a little bit and talk about farts because, you know, you look at, like, Brad and I find farts hilarious, but uh, it it f- makes him uh, want to vomit. And he has a great story about the first time that he did vomit because of farts. Um, it's a classic tale. Um, so enjoy the hell out of this podcast because we sure did. Jimmy is one of a kind. You can get all of his tour dates at jimmypardo.com. Follow Jimmy on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. And go see me 
doing live stand-up comedy this weekend, Friday and Saturday in Minnesota, Prior Lake, Minnesota, baby. I'm going to be at the Mystic Lake Casino doing stand-up February 26th and 27th, two shows both nights in Prior Lake, Minnesota at the Mystic Lake Casino. Come out and see me. Bring your ale and merch. I'll sign up for you. We'll hug. We'll spoon. We'll drink. We'll be merry. Just like Dave Matthews. Uh, go see Brad Williams. He's going to be in Orlando, Florida at the Improv um, the rest of this weekend, 26th, 27th, 28th. Go see Brad uh, in Orlando at the Improv. Get your tickets, of course, at improv.com. Of course, follow the About Last Night podcast on Twitter at ALN Podcast, on Instagram at ALN Podcast. I'm on Instagram at AdamRay33. Brad's on there at Brad Williams Comic. Um, of course, both of our websites have tour dates, CDs, videos. AdamRayTV.com and BradWilliamsComedy.com. Of course, if you haven't seen Brad's LP Cologne sketch, go see it, baby. I wrote, produced this bad boy with my uh, friends James and Dave Cadeglia, who shot and edited it. Uh, that's a tough word to say. Edited it. <laughs> oh, God. Edited it. Wow. If, if anyone can say that 10 times fast, I'll no joke give them $1,000. Edited it. I swear to God. See, I can't even do it. Um, it's online on YouTube. I've been posting on Facebook and Twitter. Type in LP Cologne Commercial on YouTube plus my name, and you'll get to see 90 seconds of the most beautifully shot, hilarious thing you'll ever see. It's Brad's Cologne Commercial. Come on, man. Uh, and our friend Sid Wilder, of course, made a, a beautiful cameo in that. So check that out on YouTube. And uh, live dates are on our websites. A very important one coming up in Los Angeles. March 21st is the next live About Last Night podcast at the Hollywood uh, Hollywood Improv Lab, which is the uh, side room. We're going to try it out there. going to scale it back from the big room, do it in the smaller room. Uh, March 21st, 8 p.m. Get your tickets at improv.com. The guests are going to be bananas. I don't want to say who. They've been on the show before, and they're fan favorites. Um, you got to get your tickets. It, it, could, it, could it be Dana Carvey and Brent Morn? It could. Could it be Harlan Williams and Jonathan Kite? It could be. Uh, so get your tickets. Now, March 21st, 8 p.m., live about last night podcast at the Hollywood Improv. Get your tickets at improv.com. And, of course, when you're coming to the shows, bring your merch, baby, okay? We've got uh, shirts. We've got hats. We've got mugs. We've got posters now. Bring all this shit to the show. We'll sign it for you, and you'll have a sweet memory to take home with you after the show. Of course, all of that Alien merch, again, is available at estoymerchandise.com. So get that shit. Bring it to the show. Keep subscribing on iTunes. Give us those comments and five-star ratings. Helps us climb the charts to keep bringing you guys dope shows. The, the guests we have lined up for the next three weeks are going to blow your mind, including one that I'm really excited about coming up so soon. So that's all the tour date info. Those are the merch infos. Those are the Twitter handles. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with our buddy, the hilarious Jimmy Pardo. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and... I mean, we don't do like the 24-hour podcasts that you've been known to do. Well, yeah, holy hell. <laughs> Gotta raise money for charity, gentlemen. <laughs> Gotta give back. It's not all about us. I mean, the, the I'm, Jimmy Pardo Foundation? Uh, no, uh, Smile Train. The what? Smile Train is the... It's a real charity? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll talk about it. 
Okay. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we well, don't want, yeah, yeah, well, we're going, so you yeah, can talk about it now. Well, fuck, we're talking. Yeah, well, thank you. Jesus Christ, I probably should have. You know what, I'm, I, let me tell you something. I'm mad at myself, because I get mad when people come on my show, and they've done no research, and they don't understand what's happening. Oh, uh, no. Uh, yet, I've done zero on you guys. <laughs> oh, but that's not and the then, point. So I don't even know why we're, I didn't know we started. No, no, no. I, no, I, no yeah, there'll be a nice part- intro, maybe a little, you know, you're lucky I'm here. <laughs> you know, a little build up. Uh, <laughs> But to answer your question, I do, uh, uh, Brad brought it up, thank you, Brad, uh, Podcast-a-thon, which yeah. uh, this year is on March 5th, so it's coming up, Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is a 12-hour. We go from noon to midnight um, to raise money for Smile Train, the great organization that goes to third world countries and fix, fixes the, the cleft palates and yeah. cleft lips Holy shit. of people mm-hmm. that can't otherwise uh, afford to have it done. Uh, each surgery only uh, takes 45 minutes, only costs $250, so basically for 250 bucks, if you donate that, you change a child's life. What? Uh, and last year we raised one hundred fifty thousand, and we've raised seven hundred fifty thousand over all the t- uh, the years we've done it. I mean, Jesus, yeah, right. right. dude. Right. Yeah, I'm a good man. Uh, and that's me. Uh, I Jimmy paid Pardo, for, who's uh, better guys. than all of us, everyone. <laughs> yeah. so. I, I paid for a buddy's Uber from LAX to Burbank two weeks ago. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's that, a big win too. That was a big, yeah. That's a big. Well, that you're on TBS now. You're a big shot. Oh man, you're throwing around your basic cable money. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I've it, seen the commercials. It looks great. It, I think it'll be all right. Uh, well, yeah. well, that's Talking right. About separation anxiety. Because you guys are now fellow TBS men. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, with, with, with you on Conan and now Adam right. with his uh, separation anxiety show. Right. So, so I started doing all the uh, promos for you guys too. I don't know if you ever, but I think that's totally removed from. So basically, you know, like an hour before during like Big Bang Theory or Two Broke Girls when it's like, you know, tonight on Conan, right. Jimmy Pardo, Conan's all new. So, wait, you so, do that? Yeah, I'm doing that now. You're the voiceover guy. I just started for it. Congratulations. Like in November. Do you yes. guys get another guy? I'm happy with that sentence. I just started for it? That's not. <laughs> really? Isn't speaking part of that gig? Oh well, yeah, uh, but, he, but he gets so many takes at oh, it. Oh, I see. I, I mean, I'd probably write it down. I've 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 watched the man work to 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 say tonight on Conan, Johnny Depp has a lot of scarves. Takes him a good three and a half hours. Wow, to get that, it yeah. shouldn't take that long. No, no. <laughs> I'm having some issues recently. Uh, uh, you, um, yes. I'm a big just, and not because I do voiceover, but like I am a big. I, as soon as I got into this business, if somebody had a a an appealing voice to listen to. You were that much more engaging to me. I think that goes for everybody. But like your voice, man, it's like I could listen to you fucking talk, which is why your podcast is so great. Oh, you're but nice. like, it's just, um, have you always known you've been like that engaging when you talk? Like when you were in elementary school, oh, did you no. give speeches and like, oh, I, no. I think I think I sound horrible. I think I sound nasally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, when I hear my own voice, I want to throw my <laughs> face into a brick wall. <laughs> oh, uh, but th- so thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, I. I think I'm charming, and I get by with that. Okay, uh, but thank you. I should maybe a, you have that you have that natural Chicago accent, and uh, but I fought it, hard to get rid of it. Is it, <laughs> is it back tonight badly? Well, no, because it, it's not. It, it's not a hard Chicago a- a- accent. That's yeah, like, not this guy. It's uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, those guys are queer, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's not those guys. Yeah, George Went. Uh, he makes fun of us, but that's cool. We embrace it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like any good Chicago accent has a George Went reference in it. You got to bring it about <laughs> Yeah, uh, I got the, the the most amount of hate mail. I got hate, a lot of hate mail twice in my career uh, once was when i was on e both times were on, i was on e mm-hmm. and i did one of those 101 my first tv right, the, but yeah. Life, at least that was something cool mine was like top 40 shocking pop culture um pop pop tart commercials yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the 101 most shocking pop tart commercials could wow. you believe when the olsen twin fit eight in her mouth I that was that was nuts what? 
much. By the way, the, those foreign commercials, though, I just literally saw somebody post on Facebook of a Skittles commercial in Germany mm-hmm. where it was a guy um, fucking a girl doggy style. Listening. And then, <laughs> not even Skittles got his, yeah. yeah. But so then, uh, and then she turns around when he's about to uh, have his moment, yeah. and it's just a parade of Skittle jizz. And she <laughs> takes it all as if it's, you can tell this girl, the, the director was like, now, when you're taking the Skittles, mm-hmm. pretend it's cum. <laughs> think about it come every Skittle that hits your mouth. Think about it as a Skittle wrapped. This, this, it was, this was a German commercial? Yeah, but it was a, it was a British director. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Right, you're, report. you're a better director's cup from England. Look, and then, and then does it feel the rainbow? As, as she taste the rainbow. Her, does it taste the rainbow? You want to taste the rainbow in your mouth? Yeah. Wait a minute now, are you swallow. British too? <laughs> What are you talking about, Jimmy Pardo? It's like I'm talking to one of the Beatles. It's like I'm talking. No, that's my Paul McCartney impression. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty so, solid. So you do 101. So I do 101 yeah. uh, SNL moments. Uh, SNL moments. And, and so two things happened. One was uh, when I said uh, about Frank Sinatra mm-hmm. uh, that um, uh, oh, shit. Uh, Phil Hartman. I love Phil Hartman's Frank, uh, Frank Sinatra as opposed to Joe Piscopo's because yeah. Joe Piscopo was too busy kissing Frank's ass, whereas mm-hmm. Phil Hartman played him for the dumb Italian that he is. Uh, <laughs> I said, I can say that because I'm Italian. Yes. Right. Hate mail. Every, you should have more respect for your heritage. How dare you yeah. bad mouth old blue eyes? Jesus. He, the same episode. He, he's a god in, in, the, in, in the Italian community. So. And then I made the mistake, I put that in quotes, of <laughs> uh, it came time to, you know, number 72, Dup Bears. Yeah. And I said, you know, I'm from Chicago. And I said, I, I've never been more embarrassed in my life that the entire city embraced these three guys making fun of us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we all talk like this. We all eat sausages and we're all stupid. And y'all, hey, they're talking about yeah, us. Yeah. And y'all have fucking heart attacks every right? three every three seconds. That's us there, Why guys. Is that? so they're, they're talking about us, you guys. It's because they're so, it was who it was doing. Uh, who, who was doing the impression, right? The people loved. But they, they don't were, know who Robert Smigel is. They yeah. don't know mm-hmm. who. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, they knew Chris Farley. Farley, course, yeah. But, uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, I think they just were like, that's like Uncle Don. That's not like me, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, how does Jimmy Pardo uh, take hate mail? <laughs> oh, uh, when it's that crazy, mm-hmm. it doesn't Whatever. bother me at all. Yeah. If it's something like, uh, you know, I saw your special and you suck. Mm-hmm. Well, then it's like, it, it, I always equated, like if it's an email or something, I always equated somebody took the time to, first of all, they, they, they took the time to, to find your email, yeah. they, find your website, yeah, find right. your email. Go to your contact page, mm-hmm. write it, and still go, yeah, I got to send that. <laughs> yeah, probably proofread it. Probably proofread it and go, yeah, right. this motherfucker still needs to hear yeah. what I think. Yeah. Pick the and, words in which they attacked you with. And it's it's her. It's the same as somebody coming to your door and knocking on the door and going, how you doing? Hey, sorry, you're special. You suck. Thank you very much. <laughs> I would almost prefer that. Right. Because at least you can respond yeah, to it. Yes. Because if you respond back to that guy, you're you're nuts. Yeah. Right. You come off crazy. It's yeah. like, well, I don't suck. Other people seem to like me. Then right. You're pathetic. And, and, and just and like you say, the dedication that it takes for someone to actually send that email. I, like if I make one pass trying to find the restaurant and I don't find the rest, done. I go home. Right, right. So I don't like. <laughs> Perfect you, example. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, you're like looking on your GPS. It's like, well, it says it's supposed to be right there on the yeah, left. I don't see pizza heaven. So right. I'm not. Not having pizza, like, and then I'm going to go home and have a lovely Stouffer's pizza, which I hope eventually sponsor this podcast. Oh, they're delicious. Uh, yeah. yeah, but like, so, so the, the, the fact that they went through all those steps. Just to be a dick. Just to be mean. Yeah, and, and no good is going to come of that. No, you're never going to write that email, that tweet, whatever, and then the artist goes, like, I'm not going to write a tweet to Justin Bieber and go, you know what, Justin Bieber, you suck. And he's going to read that tweet and go, 
you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna become an accountant I'm now. I'm going to change things up. Yeah, Brad doesn't care for what I do. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's so just, the, the worst one was I did, a, I did a benefit. It was a benefit show here in Los Angeles. And it was me and and I was hosting it. And it was uh, Sarah Silverman and Pat Oswalt. Oh, boy. And, uh, oh, jeez. Uh, Anybody good? Yeah. Uh, no, we, we can only get yeah. these open yeah. micers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tim and Eric. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and then somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I get this email and it said, last night's show. I uh, just wanted to let you know about last night's own. It was, uh, and he basically reviewed everybody on the show. And then he said, but you were the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. Like after he praised everybody, uh, every time you came on stage, I wanted to jam a, a, a steel rod into my ears and my eyes. Uh, my friends told me you were great. I, I don't even want to be friends with them anymore. It was the meanest. It's like, Jesus, dude. I'm- That's so specific. Yeah. It was, I want to find a time machine and go back and fucking take you out in the fourth grade. <laughs> it really was. Like to, to make sure you never thought about doing comedy. Yeah. It's so fish. And, and after, like you say, so much praise of yes. all the other comics, you're like, wow, by the time he gets to what's, me. What's he got planned for me? Wow. Oh, here said it. And so that, that's how evil this guy was. He took the time to praise everybody else just to take me down to be mean about it. Now, how much of that do you think? Because in people who maybe don't do comedy don't truly understand the dynamic between like host and the other comics on the show, right? Like you've hosted, uh, I, mean, and I, would, I don't know if you would equate uh, audience warm up to the same you would as hosting a show. Mm, similar skill sets no, as but, far as- but, but you've seen when, when uh, in the old Tonight Show days when I would host the showcases yeah. for- uh, uh, for Conan O'Brien's yeah. Tonight Show, mm-hmm. uh, I love hosting. Yeah, I love yeah. it. It's what I do. I grew. I started that in Chicago as a you know. As I I emceed a long time because I was a great host. You make it your own show. You make it your own deal. You treat every comic with respect, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's what I was doing that night too. But uh, that dude just didn't. Well, I mean, that's comedy <laughs> subjective. So maybe he just didn't like energy and Which, fun and laughing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the three things you're supposed to get out of comedy. Right. Yeah, and it's okay. I don't like everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like so. Part of me wants to find him and murder him. Obviously. And Part of me goes, well, listen, there's people I don't, I would never be such an insecure asshole that no. I would write that person. Right. But, you know, I mean, there's people you don't think are funny. There's people, yeah, sure. I mean, that's, that's subjective. Yeah. That, what, uh, oh, go ahead, Brian. No, I was going to say, not to bring up all the people that you've pissed off, yes. but uh, I was also looking through uh, your work and doing and, and, do, and doing some research, and uh, I, I found something you did on the Bob and Tom show. Uh, you talked about Ted Nugent. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I called. Uh, what did I say? I said, uh, and, I, and here's the funny part. I was complimenting Ted. Yeah. I said, uh, it's a shame because I think Ted Nugent's one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Yeah, Motor City Madman. The, the sound that he gets out of his Gibson. Mm-hmm. And I said, I used to go, I would go and see him in concert every time he came to town before I realized he was a, a bigoted racist asshole. <laughs> and, uh, and that's all his fans heard was the second part of that. Right. And they would then, hey, Ted, did you hear what comedian Jimmy Pardo sang about oh, you? No. Oh, no. And then it's all these other... Nugent's Nugent white trash idiots <laughs> yeah. all jumping on me uh, you know oh this guy sucks anyway T- Ted you should take him out and shoot him in the fucking head oh my it god was, it was awful oh my god it's like, don't tell Ted that he's crazy enough to do don't it, do it. <laughs> or, and, or at the same time I was like do you think Ted gives a shit with, with yeah. no name comedian Jimmy Pardo thinks but it was uh, when I got back on uh, into the hotel room and I was like oh yeah. Jesus well, Twitter's blowing up what's happening yeah, what yeah, did yeah. I do I really was funny this morning on Pop and Tom <laughs> and it was all negative oh. and people saying they're gonna come to my show to kill me and it was oh it was what you, if I saw a uh, slew of tweets that suggested my impending death I would probably call the club and go Hey, um, have the feature do forty tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna come a little bit late, <laughs> right? Just to make like just to make so, sure they don't you see just, me. Like yeah. you, nah, you know what? I, I, empty threats. 
I and they're not in Indianapolis. You know what I mean? I knew I mm-hmm. knew where I was, and I knew that they're you know they could be in Maine or oh, okay. yeah, where Bob, the hell Bob they and are. Tom's everywhere. Yeah, so. they're in you know 130 markets or whatever. So Shit. it didn't uh, it didn't scare me. I just thought it was and and the tweets. It, it was actually emails that were the threatening emails. The tweets because I think they're even dummies are smart enough to know don't threaten you over. Yeah, right. You know, although are, are they? I mean, now <laughs> not so much. Yeah. Like you 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 just see. Uh, my, my favorite tweet that I've read in the past 24 hours was there, there, there was this whole thing with, uh, uh, Paul McCartney tried to get into a Grammy party. I didn't click on that. Please explain what that, Oh, uh, it's so sad, but well, Paul Paul McCartney, the greatest human being that's walking on. Will you do a little bit of your impression of Paul McCartney again for me, please? Oh, okay. What I was Paul McCartney. (laughs) It's like I'm staring at wings. I showed up to the Grammy after party of the tiger. (laughs) And they denied me at the door. <laughs> One's fine. <laughs> like, hey, wait, Ringo's here too. Oh, what's Ringo have to say? I am a Ringo oh, star. I am the drummer from the Beatles. I'm listening. Yes. Yeah. People think I am the worst Beatle, but <laughs> oh, I, I claim I am the best Beatle. There is no Beatles without the rhythm <laughs> of my drumsticks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I've, I don't. Can't remember if I've heard you attempt a German accent before, but when you do it through the eyes of a beetle, it's fucking impeccable. It's very, very, very strong. Yeah. It's very strong. And by the way, you know some asshole's going to write you guys. You know, you know the Beatles got their start in Germany. Yeah. They had to leave Britain and they, they went to Hamburg. Yeah. So Brad's yeah. he's actually yeah. right to do it. That funny. It's more accurate than funny. Yeah. Put a gun in your mouth. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so like he so what got, happened? So he went to a Grammy after party to, and to the back door. Yeah, and the bouncer didn't know we like did. Just denied Paul McCartney. And then you and hear Paul McCartney go, oh, how VIP do you have to be? <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Wait yeah. a minute. I don't know what voice that was at yeah. all. No, Boy, no, no. Okay, no, no. Okay, show okay. Okay. Brad, show okay. him how it's done. How VIP? How VIP? Do I have to do be? Do I have to be? Yeah, there you go. Got it. There, there it is. Yeah, there you go. To McCartney. Spot on Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the, it's, like, it's like he's in the room with you. He's also the sweetest man ever. He has been to this club a handful of times, Hollywood Improv, mm-hmm. and... Um, uh, Actually, and I now have this bit about it because I get off stage and a buddy goes, hey, man, Paul McCartney's here. And I go, oh, shit. I go, was he there while I was on stage? That's because that's obviously all that's, I cared about. That care point. <laughs> and he, did he see me? And can I build a friendship starting now? Right. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, man. So I position myself. I walk by him towards where he's uh, to the back room of the, the back door of the, the improv. And he sees me. He goes, Adam, hey, come here, come here, you come here. you got to be kidding come me. Come here, come here. I'm not going to do the whole bit. But basically, he invites me to sit down with him. Goes, he goes, you know, sit down, sit down, have a drink. What are you having? And I'm like, oh, shit, man. I'll, I'll drink anything i'll do anything to you i'm very vulnerable right now like, what, do you, you know, what do you need man you're driving this ship and uh anyway just couldn't have been nicer had a drink chatted for a minute watched yeah. the show really so seeing him in this video be you know make light of like oh vip like just very yeah uh, he's, he, I, I i think he says at some point he's like it looks like i gotta write another hit okay yeah. <laughs> it's like how funny like, no the bouncers you, had no clue <laughs> <laughs> but let's, let's be fair to the bouncer. You're 20. You're urban. Yeah. Are you going to know Paul McCartney? He's 75 well, year old. And, and that's the I thing did, yeah. is I read, I was reading all the tweets about it just because I was, I was trying to think of a joke. And maybe if someone has already said something that I was thinking about. And there were multiple people that, could, that, that tweeted, who's Paul McCartney? And my heart, oh, like, it's broke. There's a few people, like, just like... <laughs> Okay, you're allowed maybe to not know Judith Light. Uh, Say who's <laughs> Judith Light? Who's, who's Judith Light? She's very, but she's back because of transparent. So that yeah, everybody should know who <laughs> Dude, she is. Touche. The, touche. You know, that's the funniest show on television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it, yeah. It, like, but Paul McCartney, it's like 
that that's one you you're not allowed to not know. Also, who at he this is. stage, with the amount of like pe- like artists and or, or at least people trying and the internet, there's so much and so many that it's almost polluting to where uh, you know that guy maybe just loves so many you know mediocre uh, up and comers that he's not even focusing on McCartney and, <laughs> right? and what I he mean, knows all the lyrics to Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what that song is. I'm so out of. See, I don't know that can you, world. Can you pull it up? Tiger could pull, or what is it, Tyga? Tyga, yeah. He yeah. could come to my house, and, and I would go, what, what's up, dude? Like, I have no idea. I would I just look like, at him and go, you have tattoos on your eyebrows. I'm not I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm not. letting you in here. No. Yeah. no. I know so, Tiger Woods. He's also black. <laughs> is that similar to this guy's? Am I following this conversation? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Just sure. Yes, and. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, so Paul didn't get in then? No, he, no he, didn't get, he didn't get to the party. He, he, the, and no one rushed out and beat the bouncer over the head with a stick saying, you fucking idiot, that's a beetle. Right. For God's sakes. Is this, is, is this, is this Cotton Eye Joe you have? <laughs> is oh, it, okay. This is, this is this Tyga that we speak of? <laughs> no, no. This, <laughs> the, this is this is off Jog Jam's probably one, five, seven, and eight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, with so they play this at sporting events. Oh, I know this song. Yeah, yeah. So this is almost like one of the, when it's the fan dance cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and fans start going nuts. They play this at Seattle in the Kingdom for Mariners games all the time, and there was always some crazy asshole with like overalls and a hay hat, and he would be up in the three hundred level, and they would cut back and forth to him, and um, and and, and I wish that story was better. Yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, but that story's a strong word. <laughs> That's. That, but that bouncer probably knows the lyrics to that For song. Sure. And then he goes, right. Paul, Paul McCartney, is that that German guy? Yeah, like he, he, he's just not into it, which yeah, is yeah. just mind-boggling. Now, do you, are you, do you consider yourself someone who's uh, up-to-date with, um, you know, the, no. things like that? Like, do you, like you see, you hear about it, do you engage in conversation with people about it, or do you even give a shit? Like, what news stories interest you if you, if you even pay attention? Boy, that's a guy. You know, I mean, I got uh, the political, uh, the political, yeah, and that like this that character one. at all. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I guess the political landscape. Yeah, you know, but I don't know. Then I'm just I'm superficial, and you know, if it says uh, Selena Gomez looks great in her new bathing suit, I'll click, click that. I know, <laughs> child, clickbait. Yeah, there's certain you know, videos I, that the titles suck you in. Like, oh. like on CNN.com, there was one that said, "Baby polar bear cub sees snow for the first time." I was like, all right, well, I know what I'm doing from 9 to 11.30 tonight. <laughs> Watching that over and over again and probably crying. I, I cry right and, then there's, and then there's a YouTube video that said, screaming fat lady wants warm cookies in drive-thru. Mm. I could not have clicked on that faster. Yeah. 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 Um, but then that's sad, right? Just, doesn't that turn up? No, these? it was hilarious. Oh, you loved it. Yeah. Uh, she, now, now, Adam, did you, do you remember the screenshot that I sent you from <laughs> CNN.com like three days ago? Oh, it, yeah. it was when, oh, yeah. it was, so Justice Scalia passes away. There's this whole story about Justice Scalia and all the facts about his career. And at the very bottom of CNN.com, it said, what do smelly farts mean? Oh, God. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? And but then I clicked what? on it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but why is that on CNN? Like, why is that? That was my point. It's is like, it one of those, ad, like those advertising ones at the bottom? Is it one of those? Well, they have so many blocks of headlines now. Where it's, it's a horrible website. <clears throat> it really is. Horrible. It, it's like, are you the new? Like, that, that's not news. That's like, that should be on farts.com. Right. <laughs> Where all news about farts always, you know, that's what they wait, do. I, wait, stop talking. That's a billion dollar idea you just have. <laughs> that's on you guys. Quick, There's, look up who owns like, farts. No part of There's that. no topic or word that I hate more than that. I hate it. For There's, real? Yeah, it's farts. It's the, oh, I hate it. Hate it. You know, is that you don't think farts are funny or I do, I, say flatulence? Goddamn it! I don't like any. It, there's something about it. Wow. I, I hate the word. You hate, I, I hate talking about it. Do you hate the word more it. than the smell? 
<laughs> no. That's a valid question. I don't think it is. <laughs> no, who the hell would go, uh, well, that's enjoyable what you're doing there. <laughs> no, of course it's horrible. What, is this, have you always lived your life this way? Or was there somebody well, in the place? a lifestyle choice. <laughs> Did some kid trap your face in like I, you know a, what? I a sleeping it, bag sleepover? I think yeah. it goes back to, I, I worked at a car wash uh, in the uh, in high school. Oh, there you and, go. Uh, You're in, cleaning the interiors and just smelling no! fart leftovers. There was, oh. a, uh, there was the, the booth out front mm. uh, where the person would pay you. This is back in the old days where yeah. a human being did you know, the work. Uh, so the guy, I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, <laughs> they would pull up and you would be in the booth together. One guy would take the money and the other guy would then go, okay, pull around. Yeah. And a, a guy did it once, uh, let loose in the in this cubicle. Let loose, Can't and I even say I it. literally vomited. It was so horrible. <laughs> Holy shit! So I think to this day, it, that's why I I, can't, I hate the word. I hate talking about it. I oh. just it's well. I appreciate you giving any sort of consideration to it right now, but yeah. well, I, I laughed at your little jokes. <laughs> your screenshot. You send that screenshot to me. I, I block you. <laughs> Uh, but yes, I was very gracious. I'm a good guest. Yeah, see, see, some comics when they say, is, "Is there anything you like?" I hear it when I'm doing the morning radio tours. Where like, is there anything you can joke about? And, and yeah, sometimes people bring up like some of the some of the big things. You know, rape, child molestation. For you, it's farts. It's uh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll laugh about child molestation all day long. I do that's funny stuff. <laughs> Uh, but I don't tell them that. I don't. I don't say yeah. I don't want to talk about it because if I if I say I don't want to talk about that, that's mm-hmm. all they're going to talk about, right? Because they're children, right? Yeah, you know, and, and, not and, nine and, out of ten morning DJs, and there's great ones, of course. But yes. you know, some are you know they're battling us. Did you don't yes. have us on then, guys? How about that? Did you ever do radio before you started your podcast? You mean as a professional radio? Yeah. No, really. No, yeah. I've been a jackass comic for. Well, know, and, and, and and here's one thing about you is I've been to all 50 states and 12 in 12 countries. There is not one club that I've been to where your headshot no is kidding. not there. Yeah. Really? Every, it's, you have grace. Insane. Um, I've been to I've been, a long time. I, I've been to Fairbanks, Alaska. Yeah, I've been there. You see, there, there, there you go. And I, I was about to say I, I was in Fairbanks. I was seeing headshots and I saw your headshot. I'm like, fucking Pardo. Has been has been everywhere. Uh, nineteen, I want to call it nineteen ninety six. I was in Fair, maybe ninety eight. In Fairbanks, Alaska. <laughs> that's that. It, yeah, like and it was then, before nine eleven. Of course, the whole world changed that day. <laughs> I would like to talk about that at length if we could. So farts, no nine <laughs> eleven, no all about it. No, you, 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 I won't <laughs> no. even talk about it. Uh, no, I get it. But nine eleven was a, it was a different day. And, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, wait. So when you started stand up in Chicago? Yeah. Okay. What What makes you want to get on stage at this point? You're the funny. I'm assuming you're. You seem strike me as someone who's just always been very quick and sharp. Yes. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> I, am, I am extremely intelligent. Go yes. ahead. I don't know. I'm a I'm a dunce. But uh, yeah. uh, when and you ask me what you know, what am I talking about? Uh, about political stuff. I don't know. What <laughs> and did you find the skill out of? Um, I mean, you got necessity. Trouble. I'm yeah. short. I'm not the tallest guy in the world. You're and, right. You're very uh, short. How tall are you, Brad? <laughs> Brad, Brad, oh, you're low hanging fruit. You're that's not fair, Brad. That's I'm a normal fair. person who just happens to be short. I'm no, no, no. Just, uh, just, just curious. Like, uh, how like, dare you? Can't dare compare, you? Brad. Like, like, like what's you. short in your mind? I'm five four. I'm a foot smaller. <laughs> yes, you're a freak. <laughs> You, of course, please no, please. I don't want your listeners to think I'm an asshole. I'm doing it for you. No, no, I know, they'll love you. I, uh, uh, I just had a necessity to, yeah. to, to be liked. I sucked at sports and to mm-hmm. be liked. So I was funny to get girls or to yeah. not get the shit kicked out of me. So How, do yeah. you remember any, I'm just, I'm always so fascinated by like what as a kid, like was your thing? Like, was it uh, one-liners? Was it like impressions? Was it? Uh, well, you know, it, it, 
I wasn't the class clown. I let somebody else. I was. I, I was. I let that guy do the heavy lifting for sure. And then yeah. I would just make one sarcastic comment and get right a after. bigger laugh than what he did. So you'd kind of just wow. button, button his punch. Yeah. And, yeah, and I didn't think I was. I didn't think I was like if I the way I say it now. The way I look back at it is like well, that was kind of a dicky thing to do. But <laughs> yeah, I, you I were, thought you were I, like the I guy thought, that I was like, just adding to it. Yeah, you were like the guy that like hangs out and <laughs> watches the person dump uh, five hundred dollars into a slot machine not win and you can and walk at the very end yeah. just be like boom I'm that guy <laughs> I'm I'm rich no I, yes yeah I, so I would be I would be but I would also be a clown you yeah. know what I mean I would also be funny and yeah. like you know I, I went back to we, we had a grade school reunion recently and and it was one of those things where I was kind of bummed that nobody was impressed by what I was doing for a living what because they just expected it like mm. like, like it didn't surprise them it, you know I was like well, so what do you do for a living I, I, I work at Conan yeah of course yeah of course you do yeah, you're the funniest guy. Don't give an ounce of uh, of uh, assessing the amount of work that went into no, all that. Like, but, yeah, but, dude, you were funny back then. Of course, you're doing that. Of course, but but they and they meant it with love for and, sure. And, but right. I, of course, because we're all insecurity as yeah. comedians, like, <laughs> why won't they love me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kiss what, my ass. Where the good Conan? Where yeah. the balloons falling from the ceiling? Right. Yeah. Like, when I announced that, there yeah. should have been get the parade going. <laughs> <laughs> He's made it in show business. Uh, but it, yeah, it was. Uh, but I guess I was. It was no surprise to anybody because that's what I. This is mm-hmm. who I was. How was that reunion? Were there people? People that um, were overly impressed and were like, "Will you sign everything on my body?" No, like, no. <laughs> no, it was all. Oh, oh yeah. there was two. The, my high school reunion was funny because yeah. I showed up to it, uh, and I had a game show on at the, at the time. I actually had two shows. I had the uh, the game show and a movie wraparound show. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, both one on Game Show Network, one on AMC before they derailed and started doing Breaking Bad and, and Mad Men. Ugh, I mean, uh, they fucked up. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they, made they really fucked up. They'll figure it out. They'll go they'll, back they'll, to their they'll, roots. They'll go back to their roots where it's me and Rachel Quayton <laughs> ruining movies. So, uh, but I had two TV shows on the air and, and I was big on Bob and Tom. Yep. I, I, you know, th- those guys have been great to me over the years. And so, uh, my wife and I go into the, uh, go into the reunion and, and they, I got there late, uh, and they they started to take the like the the class photo yeah. now mm-hmm. so that they could put them side by side. So everybody's lining up for the photo, and I hear he's here, he's here. And somebody goes, "Who's here?" And they go, "Jimmy Pardo, he came." And somebody goes, "Why does that matter?" <laughs> and, like, and it was the perfect of I got it. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, no. and they're so both much. right because <laughs> right. I've done enough yes. where you could be like, "Oh, that's cool that, that right. Jimmy took the time to come to our reunion." At the same time, who gives a shit that yeah. Jimmy yeah, came? But also, fuck that second guy. No, <laughs> a little bit because part that, of me wants to be mad, but at the same time, nah, if he doesn't, right. if he, it doesn't. I'm matter. not a household name, so if you follow my career, you think it's amazing, and if you, if you just. Live your life. You're gonna go. Oh, he does comedy. Good for, for him. Sure. I, I mm-hmm. work at the you know DMV. So. Any crazy questions I asked you? Like what? What is? I'm sure a lot what of does Conan's like, hair smell. Like? Yeah, for uh, sure. Well, yeah. Is, is he really that tall? Because <laughs> Bruce, it's Willis. all that. It's <laughs> all. And who's the nicest guy? Who's yeah. the biggest dick? You know yeah. all that stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really have those answers. You know, well, I, mean, well, I, really? I do, but you I'm do. not yeah. sure of them. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're not gonna walk your <laughs> union and be like, all right, now I'm finally safe. Let me tell you about Conan. Right. I mean, Holy Henry shit. Winkler and John Hammond are the two nicest guys in the world, and I can attest to that. The assholes are, uh, you know, they're documented in the in the trades. Sure. Do, do you have a uh, Henry Winkler story? Um, you, you know what I do. Because uh, I do too, and it's it, and it, it's the it, it's amazing that I feel like I have it, and it's it sums him up so brilliantly. And I feel like it's just one in a million moments that everyone has with him because he's that genuine all we, the time. We uh, share yours, please. Uh, well, he um, uh, 
he uh, shows up. My, Max Winkler's son was in my fraternity at uh, USC, API. And Max and, is a director now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's killing it. And so Henry shows up. Max is gone. And he goes, it's father, It's parents' weekend. So he goes, hello, hi. Um, I have my son's laundry, Max. I'm Henry. I go, I know who you are. <laughs> and he goes, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> I have a bag of laundry for Max. I need to get it to make sure he gets it. It's it's very important. It's his clothes. I told him I'd drop it off. He's not here. What is your name, sir? I go, uh, it's Adam. He goes, Adam, lovely. Would you mind holding on to it for me? I go, no problem. Yeah. He goes, great. You're not going to shit on it, are you? I go, what? He goes, I know this is a fraternity. I know you guys do crazy stuff. I don't want anyone to shit on his clothes. It would be just, I would hate it if he found out all his clothes had shit on them and I dropped them off and didn't take care of them. Can I trust you? I go, Henry. Yes, no shit will get anywhere near these clothes. He goes, I love you. Thank you. All the best. And just turned around and walked away. And Fonzie's gone. And yeah. then called me and left me a four minute voicemail like two weeks later thanking me for, for not shitting. Yeah. <laughs> I heard Max got his clothes. Thank you so much for not shitting on them. Were, he, he told me there was absolutely no shit on the clothes. There was no joke. He wasn't trying to be, right. you know, he's been he, a guy. He probably he's knows being that yeah. genuine of a guy. Yeah. My story sucks compared to that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a great. My, so he's like, I shit on his clothes. So it's like, <laughs> that's why we don't talk. Uh, hey, thumbs down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My father-in-law was Chekhov on Star Trek, the original Star Trek. What? Uh, yeah. Really? Uh, Walter Koenig. That's my father-in-law. No and, shit. Uh, I had a meeting. Uh, Henry's production company was producing a pilot game show for Comedy Central. And so I had a meeting. And let's say the meeting was on a Monday. Yeah. And at dinner with the family on Sunday, I said, yeah, I'm going in to meet with uh, with Henry Winkler tomorrow, which, you know. My, I mean, that's Fonzie. Yeah. I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like exactly what, the yeah. way you feel. And I don't, I, I've heard rumor that he's the nicest guy in the world, but I don't know that. And so, mm-hmm. and you're nervous going into a meeting and, and all the bullshit that goes with that. So I go in and it's all the producers and it's all the executives and it's, you know, because, you know, it's one of, and, you know, you, you host a TV show, you know, it comes down to between you and somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so all, they're all there and there's the pressure of this could be life changing and here we go. And, uh, so I meet Henry and Henry says, uh, same thing. Hi, I'm Henry. It's like, which I, which I love about him. It's like, right. yeah, dude, I had your poster for yeah. Christ's sake. I had, you were on my t-shirts, yeah. you know, it's like, Fuck. and, uh, so he's, he's being very nice. And I said, uh, so my father-in-law told me a story the night before I said, uh, I said, you know, I got a funny story, Henry. I said, you know, my father-in-law is Walter Kandig. And he goes, of course I know Walter. We used to play softball. Star Trek used to, because they were on the Paramount lot. Oh yeah. Star Trek used to play against happy days in softball. Wow. Oh I, I've never had a NyQuil dream that weird. <laughs> right, right, right. How crazy. You know, they're Scotty against Potsy. So I said, well, someone write that comic book. <laughs> I said, well, that's kind of what my stories. I, I said, I got a funny story there. My father-in-law, uh, wanted you to, wanted you to know he's no longer upset. Uh, and by the way, I don't, to this day, I don't remember which way this goes. Right. Mm-hmm. Either my father-in-law broke Henry's finger or Henry broke my father-in-law's finger. Okay. Uh, one, the one was pitching, one was batting, and the ball came back up the middle. Sure. And they reacted and, and, and gotcha. you know, broke the finger. So I said, he forgives you for whatever happened. And, and every, every executive in the room, you know, they, this oh. isn't going, this isn't going the way it's, it's not right. supposed to be screwed. Why is he talking about something that's not this show? They're all, you see them all pucker up. They all get nervous. And Henry goes, oh my God, please tell about it. Oh, it was, he broke with Henry's. <laughs> yeah. Please tell him I forgive him. I'm not mad. And he loved it. Got up, hugs me. You give this hug to Walter for me. Just the nicest guy Jesus. in the world. So great. And I loved it because it was like, I felt the room turning on me like, 
oh, fuck, I made a mistake bringing this up. Yeah. And then Henry's like a human being God, because right. it's so an interesting story. No, of course. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh, I have something in common with you. I'm going to share that. But you sure. know, the executive's like, oh, this is only supposed to take seven minutes. Why oh, is he God. derailing this? Yeah. He's so present all the time yes. and listens uh, unbelievable. Such and a just, great man. And just wants to give everybody... Um, you know, even if it is just a few minutes, but he's like, yeah, but you got a few minutes with me and I'll be right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not getting called over to McCartney's table. But, uh, <laughs> still was a nice, I mean, by the way, that always happened to me here at the improv. I used to do, you know, when I moved to LA, I would do mm-hmm. like three sets a week here and I idolize Steve Perry from Journey. I idolize him. Yeah. I think he's got the greatest voice. Oh in music. yeah. And Steve Perry, they would always go, uh, you know, who was here last night, Steve Perry. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so then, you know, I do my set and I'm looking at the audience. Maybe he came back a second night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so like, much fun. That'd be a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then I'd come back to do my set on Friday and they're like, oh, you know, who was here last night, Steve Perry. I'm like, you gotta be. Oh, <laughs> like every time that I would, uh, he was fucking with you, Jimmy. Yeah. He, 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 he just heard about it. They're like, but Tracy just, Chapman's brother's here tonight. <laughs> oh, it's like, like, Bill oh. Chapman. <laughs> oh, Billy. He's got a slow car. It's, uh, <laughs> that's why there's controversy family. <laughs> now, That's a great song. I've it's heard, an amazing song. I've, I've heard many people describe you, Jimmy Pardo, as as a comics comic. Okay. And do you like that sure. label? I love it. <clears throat> yeah. Who doesn't like that the, their peers think you're funny? I mean, you know, uh, I mean, we know a bunch of guys that the audience loves that we all think suck. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, for audiences to you like heard what I do. And Rita Rudner. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're trying to build up so much animosity towards her that she finally comes on to defend herself. <laughs> That's our plan. What was going on that that was allowed? <laughs> what was... And, and and I I, I met her once. Can't even say it was pleasant. Yeah, I don't get it. Rudner, just the name doesn't sound like it's going to be an enjoyable interaction. <laughs> just I don't I don't. I'm sure she's. A, I don't know. She never came on Conan, did she? Oh, I don't know. Not in my not in my yeah. era. No, she's not. Uh, no, she's not Conan. I don't, know. I don't know. I started in 2009 yeah. with Conan when he that, moved out here. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, hell, he's they've had Judy Tenuta four times, but they have not. Well, had not going to have Judy's a nice lady, yeah, yeah and, and a funny lady. We're, Rita, we're, I never, I, I, it just wasn't. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> what is your cup of tea? And because I'm sure, as you finally found stand up, you had guys as well do influences. Well, guys my who, idols were, you know, obviously Johnny Carson and and, and Don mm-hmm. Rickles and Groucho, but, uh, but really. Uh, Richard Lewis was the one that hell yeah. I, fact, I, Lewis. I probably yeah. was doing an impression of him for my first seven months of comedy, and mm-hmm. like a mix of Richard Lewis and Paul Reiser, and 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 to a lesser extent Johnny Carson. Uh, and then I went through my angry phase where I was probably somebody could say, well, "Who do you think you are, Bill Hicks?" Like, no, right? I'm just mad. Yeah. I, had a, <laughs> I had a breakup, and I'm going to take it out on the audience. Wow. Yeah. Um, do you feel like that was a turning point in your yeah? It helped. Of, it, it point got, of view because you know I, I kind of do like a fake anger thing on stage not so much anymore i'm kind of getting out of that but i went through a fake anger where but i needed to be really angry on stage to get to the fake anger yeah Mm -hmm. you know as far as the craft goes so uh i didn't get laughs from 90 let's call it 95 to 97 i didn't get oh my god i would i would bomb more than do well because i just was angry and 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 the audience is stupid because even yeah. if you're doing like, you know, some look at somebody like Lewis Black, like there's still a likability to him. Like, yeah. And, you know, I think and, it's and, peppering and think, in smiles. It's here a cartoon. And yeah. yeah. You and, know, and, but, and, and I wasn't. I was mad. And, right. And it, I wasn't covering. It's like. Uh, what were you talking about that was getting you so fired up? Oh, no, just them not laughing at me. You know, I, like I would just do material <laughs> that was just probably very base and, and pedestrian. Yeah, like, but, when I go to reunions, they don't drop balloons <laughs> and it's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. You all know it. <laughs> and then they'd stare at me. You better fucking laugh. 
<laughs> it was. It was. It just. I went through an angry phase. But it. it um. But Richard Lewis is. I think if I had to pinpoint anybody, Richard and Johnny Carson are the two for me. Carson. Yeah. I can't imagine what watching Carson live on TV was like. Well, you guys, I mean, you guys are much younger than I am. So, yeah, uh, I don't think so. You look younger than we do. Great, so, right? yeah, yeah, you look incredible. You look fantastic. Really I don't know really how many good. push-ups you do a day. But yeah. It's, it's got to be, be at least 15. Yeah. Four, believe it or not. Four. <laughs> four but I, I stay in the down position for 45 minutes. <laughs> and then I push back up. Um, it was, you know what, Adam, it, it was, you know, my mom and dad both loved comedy. They were divorced, but uh, they both still loved comedy separately. So, you know, my mom was the one that woke it me up. It would have been great. Uh, great if your dad was like, I get, I get, we're taking the comedy on we're, this side of the we're family. We're comedy and you <laughs> get <Okay>. dramas. <laughs> TNT stays over there. Comedy Central. We bring them over. Yeah. yeah, sure. Those were yeah, around when I was a sure. kid. <laughs> But they 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 would let me stay up like I was I was able to stay up and watch the monologue and then I yeah. had to go to bed and so but that at least was, let you get a piece of it that was great yeah, yeah. and my mom I remember the night she woke me up to say um uh, you got to get up there's a great new show on and it was SCTV on after Saturday Night Live wow and so like wow, they knew yeah. I was into it they were into it and and so I was you know that I was is- able to watch Johnny and. That's, that, that's so great that they harbored that. Oh yeah, man, that, that they that they nurtured and they didn't condemn you or say, well, you know, what, what are you doing, liking this stuff? No, like they, they. It sounds like they encouraged you. Well, well, they did, and they liked it too. Like you know, my dad went to see Steve Martin in concert when you know when he was doing arenas and stuff guy, like yeah. that. And uh, I stole Steve Martin's act for a Cub Scout talent show. And, awesome. Uh, you know, bombed because I reworked the jokes for a ten year old and it didn't work. <laughs> Uh, didn't realize maybe there's a reason he had those words chosen. I just thought I would, I'll make that, but that doesn't make sense because I'm only 10, so I'll change yeah. it to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, but I had the arrow through my head and thought so that, that's going to get the laugh. And, right. Yeah. You know, I, that was the one laugh I got and everybody else was like, well, what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. What were you uh, doing uh, in the household that gave both your parents the idea that like, oh, this is kind of a cool passion of his? I don't know. I got probably the fact that I sucked at sports and you know, I was in theater and did all that right. shit and choir and Mm-hmm. Uh, because for me, like I didn't break out. I didn't. Uh, I was never like really funny around my, uh, you know, my folks. But too, and and around both of them, I was very quiet in closet. And at school is when I would like open up and be the funny kid. And so my mom would hear about this, and she's like, "I don't see it. Like yeah. at home, he's a fucking boy. Right. He, he's in his room, probably jerking off and watching the Muppet movie again. <laughs> and um, so, probably at the same time. How dare you? How dare hey. you? Although when Kermit rides a bike, that was pretty inspiring. There are, yeah. there are guest star humans. There are humans that are guest star. Linda Lavin is in a, one of the Muppet movies. Yeah. You don't want to jizz to Alice? I did. <laughs> that might be the greatest single line ever said on this podcast. Is that true? <laughs> well, good luck to you guys in the future. If that's the winner. Well, I mean, you you are a true podcasting pioneer. Like Like, you were in podcasting. W- 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 it's was even ten years in March. That's yeah, crazy. It was even called podcast. It was, but it was Ricky Gervais had a comedy podcast or other East Coast had some comedy podcasts, but mm-hmm. it hadn't been known as an art form yet. No, I mean, the, I the think I was that- the first guy that had a, any sort of following that start. I everybody says I'm the first guy to do it. There were there were comedy podcasts. Jason Nash had one. Keith and the Girl had one. Uh, uh, but I was the Ricky Gervais, of course, was the huge one. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I think I was the first guy that anybody sort of kind of had heard of mm-hmm. that started this podcast. And 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 you know, luckily, iTunes took a liking to us right away, and they featured us. And so we started getting, you know, for the first year, it was you know, uh, it was Ricky Gervais, The Onion, and and us were never not ro- funny. Rotate yeah. the top three spots on the 
iTunes uh, list. And wow. That's incredible. It was what, crazy. What was now that? I'm 175. It's like, you know, there's so many now, and every famous <laughs> ass fuck in the world. It's, like, it's kind oh, of a bummer. I mean, right? It's it, like, it, it, I hear it, the guy that even does the voice promos for Conan has a podcast. That asshole's got one now. Yeah, it's insane. It's You've got nuts. a job. <laughs> Get out of mine. <laughs> I feel I do in a way. It's like I do feel that way about you know like Joe Rogan who does a great show. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, and uh, who's the other way? Not Corolla because he Marin. Nah, but Marin kind of came along in yeah. podcasting. But there's other famous people that it's like you've got a TV show, man. Yeah. Why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah. This, this we we found this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it brought attention to us. So it's yeah yeah because now that I mean you know I have friends who started like dog podcasts or where you know but, I, but aren't you glad they started a dog podcast because it's it, they have a theme they have a topic totally and that's what I yeah and yeah because just another. Uh, Another group of white guys talking. Oh, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Don't on. you hate that? Like three, and then they, they always like focus on whatever physical characteristic that they have. If like, there's another Jew right? Dwarf combo podcast out there, I'll get really, really it's upset. It's going to be infuriating, right? <laughs> but I mean, but again, well, I'm sure. Is that, was that a shot at me? Is that a shot at my podcast? So I, that's how I took it. Well, I mean, and first of all, you, you you called your podcast never not funny. Yeah, mistake number one. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say because my Twitter handle is at funny Brad, and I regret that. Oh boy, because right? he really? If, yeah, well, because every, every time I say a tweet that isn't up to snub, not was, funny, Brad. More like not funny, Brad. Oh, dude, and that's that the is, most original <laughs> critique ever. And that's every that, uh, nine out of the ten bad reviews that we would get on iTunes are yeah. uh, more like always not funny. Like, <laughs> oh, good God, aren't you interesting, oh, sir? Oh God. <laughs> and so I did. I, I did. <laughs> I thought it, I think it's, a, I love the phrase never not funny. I think it's, yeah. fun, you know, it's like that, that is never not funny. So when we started, it's like, that's a great name, which mm-hmm. the second I said, that's a great name. And we did it. It was like, ah, that's the wrong fucking name. <laughs> but, I like it. It rolls off the tongue. It's catchy. Yeah. Who, uh, who have been some of your, I just listened to your David Steinberg. Episode. How great was that? Unbelievable. How great was that? Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, how did you even, did, did you know him? Prior to that, or no, uh, Sean Merrick, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh, was kind enough to uh, wow, he's in the room with us right now. Get him, he yeah, knows he I'm, I'm a fan of the legends, yeah. And uh, Steinberg gets it, he wants part, he wants a little piece of part, <laughs> so uh, he gets but it. But he came in and he, he couldn't have been, he just came in like a, he was a comic, yeah, yeah, and he wasn't a famous guy. He came in to play, I, I, I hate using that phrase, it's such an improv thing to say, but but he did, he came in to do this. You guys were yeah. very, the camaraderie was amazing, he's, it was he's, thank you. Such great stories it, out of him. It was great. He was great. It, and, it was. Uh, and the thing with Steinberg is that he he's he's famous now for doing all the interview shows and he right. and like he's directed his, so much. Yeah, in his HBO talk show. But you forget, like, oh yeah, he got started as a stand up and a groundbreaking stand up. A, a guy stand-up. that took chances and a guy yeah. that like so, and gets no credit for it. No, gets, why is that? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think because he got out of it. Maybe because he got out of it quickly. Yeah, I also think he was handsome. And I think, you know, being handsome as a comedian back then hurt you. I think it's like, well, he's not, he, you can't take him seriously. He's good. Even to this day, when you see somebody who's really good looking, don't yeah, you go, you know, hey, he didn't have to earn this. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shots, that guy. Shots fired, Adam Ray. Right? What? Yeah, <laughs> Adam. It's a little sickening. <laughs> it's a little sickening. But, but, but yeah, and, and like, so I've, I looked through your guest list today. It's just, and it's, it's just insane. And it's, it, it's such a great thing that you get to sit down and you get to have these conversations that, and it's fun for like, whenever we have guests on, like uh, we have this guy, Jimmy Pardo, he's good. And, yeah, uh, we, and now is it Pardo or Pardo? Do you get a number two? Yeah. Pardo. Yeah. And and it's are like, you correcting him? Is yeah, that your yeah, yeah. Away? Well, oh, that that said, my brother says Pardo, and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be wrong. <laughs> you can't be. 
uh, but yeah, part of it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but like, it, it's just so great that we get to sit down and talk with our comrades, and it's considered work. Like this right? is like, this is fun. Is that why us. you started the podcast in the first place? You know what? I, I, I mean, it's it's. The cliched answer of I was, you know, I was between TV jobs. I didn't have a gig, and mm-hmm. so when Matt Belknap, who's you know been my co-host now for ten years, it's amazing, uh, said, you know, why don't we turn your UCB talk show into a podcast? Uh, I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay, sure. you know, I I was the last guy to join Twitter. I was the last guy to join Facebook. I was the last guy to join MySpace. All of that I didn't. I, I haven't I haven't seen you on Tinder yet, and uh, I keep swiping <laughs> I'm, I'm left, the, I'm looking the last for guy it, there looking too. for that Pardo matchup. Oh, I'll be there. <laughs> Just wait. Five years he'll show up. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I, I, I didn't, I'm an old school Hollywood guy. Right. Even though I'm not that old, mm-hmm. uh, I still like the magic of show business. So I I, I, I shunned the internet for too, for too long. So when he said he wanted to do a podcast, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be the last guy on this one. Let's, let's do it. You were, yeah. Cause it, it is, I, I've heard that so many times from, um, you know, uh, just comics who were, you know, uh, five, six years older than us that, that, ju- that, you know, we came up in like the YouTube like right. technology era. So, and you guys are just like, oh man, now I got to get online. I got to, I got to have a, this, I got to do videos. I got to do vines. Like, so you, your kind of, uh, attitude towards it was just like, no, nah, that's not like, that's I didn't, not, I, I don't want to for me. It's a, you know, I, and I, and by the way, I think, young kids today that <clears throat> as I get it on my old man's soapbox, but mm-hmm. young kids that go on, put their sets on YouTube, you know, their third set ever on YouTube. That's crazy. Dude, yeah. fail in a vacuum. Right. You're fail, supposed fail to privately. Fa- privately. Yeah. Go get your ass beat. You know, don't, then they get false praise and they think they're better than what they are because people on the internet go, you know, that's great, Johnny. You're doing, it's like, well, and, and because the only guy that's looking up that, person's our friends, sets friends are our friends so they're gonna right. tell him he's great of course and yes. they see you know 600 views and they're like i'm doing great yeah and you know what everyone can uh remember and understand that like need for validation when you're starting out because and and also understand the amount of delusion it takes to even be in it but you have right. to like recognize <laughs> recognize the amount of recognize what the what delusion like use it for the right way don't be so delusion like use the delusion to get into it and to strive and work hard and stay in it but like to post stuff like that and then and then be like oh cool like 600 views and then like and then you think that you're and then you're like why am i not getting booked at all these shows why am i not a regular to laugh factory three months in it's like and then you stop putting in the work because you yeah because you're terrible (laughs) and it's and and to that end too i think that there's uh, and again i it's uh, i speak out of both sides of my mouth because the internet bought me a house i mean Mm -hmm. you know i my podcast is amazing i'm grateful it's amazingly successful so yet so when i shit on it it makes no sense but the, the young kids that they don't do they don't put the time in the clubs like we did they don't go and get their ass handed to them they don't bomb they they put their thing on youtube and then they want advertising and so they're all of a sudden they're making money from some stupid ad on their yeah. set or their yeah. dumb video that they made so they don't have to work hard yeah, yeah. it's like we yeah have to we had to yeah you, you, and so you i have to bomb I bought it for times. that reason yeah yeah you have to bomb a few times you to gotta, you gotta bomb a lot you gotta suck. so you so you figure it out and you, you find and, your and, voice and, and, and yeah, yeah of course how long did it take you because we're not we've been to this I podcast one or two sets but listen <laughs> when you got special. the chops <laughs> yeah i'm different guys <laughs> there's something there's something called talent well i'm saying for the podcast i mean because like we're we're now i think a little three years a little over three years in and i'd say like the last 
you know, year or even, uh, you know, four, four or five months that we like turn a corner and feel like, oh, we're getting like Isn't a... Isn't that neat too, of that this feeling? Sh- oh my mm-hmm. God. I remember, I've listened to old shows of ours, like the first few. And yeah, like we had good, like we just had been friends for a while. So we had good give and take and banter, but like right. to really just figure out like what the show is and figure out how we wanted to approach things and, and how much more comfortable you are behind the mic and interviewing right. and talking to people. But, um, so 10 yeah. years, I mean... It took, you know, my, my show went through it. You know, the first year was with a guy named Mike Schmidt, who's one of the funniest... Uh, comics working and uh and a uh one of the best storytellers i've ever met he was my co-host for the first year and then uh life goes on and he it was time for him to have his own show yeah and we moved on without him and then you, you know we had uh the show was interviewed it just it went through different changes and and so it's literally in the last two years that i really think it's exactly what i always wanted it to be so it took eight wow. years to get to what exactly what i wanted Fuck. um but it was still good from the get-go. You know, it's still like, if I think if you went back and listened to episode four today, you'd go, Jesus Christ, there's some funny stuff on this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's certainly not as comfortable as I am, you know, now. Right. It's a little different than, because I think we've, we all started a, a little bit um, once we had some some chops. Because if we were to all look back and like these podcasts started when we were like, you know, 17, 18, then you could really probably see a, have you ever looked at old stand-up tapes oh. when you first started? My wife said it best. She goes, if I, if I had seen this, I, would, I wouldn't think you'd have a career in this business. <laughs> like, and, she, and, and, and I'm not insulting because it, it's, it's probably right. She's right. Yeah. It oh, it's fucking horrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, and my mom and stepdad and my dad, they would all, they'd come and support me and it's like, what did they think? What was like, wrong with you? They had to be going, he quit his job. Oh, yeah. Why did he quit his job? He's still fucking Isn't that worst. Crazy God! I've seen yeah. old tapes of myself, and I, I literally tried to watch one about a month ago. I just found mm-hmm. all these old DVDs, and I was like, oh, like shit, oh nine, like you know, it's you know about about when uh, it got going. And I looked, dude, I couldn't get through a minute of it. Right, and I was just like, like you know, and I, I did so much theater and plays, I was comfortable on stage, but like was just so quick and it was just awful it just made me cringe and then, you know uh, i was the same way uh i was doing brad's material but, but well, sure. still i mean that's, that's, that's probably why it didn't make any sense <laughs> yeah. he's, he's up there going like it's tough being a dwarf it's like that guy's like five foot six <laughs> does he not know <laughs> uh but i was this i did theater and stuff like that too yeah. as i mentioned so i was really comfortable on stage mm-hmm. saying nothing <laughs> like just but, but you know took the stage looked, yeah. looked like I belonged up there mm-hmm. but just nothing funny coming out of my mouth but so that's the, half the battle just being you know is. just be but just, to look at those tapes back to, oh, yeah. to speak to what you were at it's like uh, horrible and, 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 horrible and you think to yourself like man if YouTube existed then oh, and, and I put these tapes up it would be you know I was on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno in 2002 yeah and you know, I never thought I was going to be on the Tonight Show. It was never something I, I imagined. I, I I'm not a good five minute comic. It's just not what I am good doing. Uh, but they were they saw a set, they liked it, and they put me on, mm-hmm. and I bombed miserably. Did you really? I bombed miserably, oh. and I'm grateful that it was 2002 and not 2009 <laughs> wow. because if it was 2009, it would still be all over the internet, and yeah. people would go look at this. Here's Jimmy Pardo sucking, and it, it, I mean, it was a Swing and a miss, man. It was. It was. What happened? You know, it, it, nerves. No, here's the truth. It wasn't me. Uh, the show. I don't. I don't want to make excuses. At Did the end of the day, follow an amputee kid with cancer, like <laughs> who 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 saved a lot of people in nine eleven. <laughs> so it was right. I was the second comic on after nine eleven, or second or third on after nine eleven. Oh, okay. And uh, it was in, uh, you know, Jane never had a lot of comics on. So no. I was on in February 2002. And so I was the third one. And uh, they were about to go into the Olympics. And it was supposed to be uh, famous. I don't remember who it was. Famous person 
famous person, mm-hmm. and Hootie and the Blowfish. Those were going to be the three guests. Boy. Mm-hmm. And then Hootie backed out. No. And so then they got me. So it was famous person, famous person, and comedian Jimmy Pardo. I got called four days before. Uh, to do it, which I loved because you don't have the stress of, well, I gotta go to the light show in two weeks. It's yeah. gonna fucking overthink yeah. it. Overthink it. So this was like, uh, hey, uh, I got a Monday. You wanna do the show Friday? Yes. Sure. That'll be great. I don't have to panic. Now, mm-hmm. did they did he give you like an unfair intro or did he give you any? It was like, you can do the show, but you gotta talk about farts. Well, like, here's, what is, like, <laughs> here's kind of what happened. So, so then famous person number one drops out, famous person number two drops out. So it ends up being the lead guest was this mad scientist guy that Jay would have on from time to time. Oh boy. Uh, and then Marissa Tomei. Mm-hmm. And the first, the, the, the mad side. So Jay's Jay's monologue tanked it, and Jay's monologue never really bombed. No, oh. and he and it tanked. And then they did a remote uh, that didn't go well. And I'm getting my makeup, and Jay is in the back yelling at, at people. And and the the makeup lady closes the door, and she goes, "He never yells like this. This oh, is boy. this is really out of character. That crowd must really be horrible." As I'm, thank you. I'm about to my dream. I'm right. I'm about yeah. to be. I'm getting the brass ring here. I'm I, I'm able to shut up my cousins. Have you ever done the Tonight Show? Yes. Now I have. You know when you say no, no, right. keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm sitting and I'm, and I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, I go, wait, man, they're going long. Maybe I'll get bumped. Oh God, please, please. Oh, that's, that's all you wanted. Me. That's all I wanted. And then. Marissa Tomei does her segment and it, it it lays flat because this audience is horrible. And you mean comedy legend Marissa Tomei? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 you know, uh, hey, my cousin Vinny was I a know, classic. She is great. I just <laughs> she's a great actress. She is. Yeah. Uh, and 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 maybe she's a great guest. She was not on this particular. Day. She's charming. Yeah. So she wasn't yeah. having it either at all. And Jay and I, so they came back to me and they said, uh, "All right, here's the deal. You know, your set's timing out at four forty-five. There's four thirty left in the show. Uh, you know, if you look over and you see us." do this, whatever bit you're on, just end on it and say, you know, and then head over to the couch. And I was like, I go, I go why did you just bump me? You know, <laughs> instead of putting that kind of pressure on, why, why mm-hmm. did you just bump me? Uh, Jay doesn't want to spend any more time with Marissa Tomei. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. So I, uh, and then I go, and, and remember, you know, you, you know, you, you like to do so much stuff off the cuff. Uh, don't do that. Stay to your material. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I go out and I actually, in my head went, you know, I'll turn it around. You know, maybe this crowd needs comedy mm-hmm. and i walked out and just my first two minutes were silence just oh. silence and i just kept going pretending yeah like i'm killing because yeah. i figured they'd sweeten it guess right. what they didn't do sweeten it <laughs> so the last two minutes i finally got him a little bit and then i came over and jay's like yeah great set jimmy yeah. and uh and you know i, I wish i would have said yeah, what set did you watch because i mean it was <laughs> but i was just i figured they would sweeten and it would just all look normal because i i i kept even like paused paused right, i will pause the applause break exactly. that they, they will put in here in post <laughs> i waited for it i i, I just kept looking at it and look like God, i was panicked so sad. and then it was like uh but again it was pre <clears throat> it was pre strong internet yeah. youtube so yeah. nobody knew nobody Did, give a shit um, I mean, what, I know what, but, but still, were you able to at least enjoy any piece of no. that tonight no, show? No, you no. bomb. You know what a bomb is. It's yeah. fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm bombing. What. I got the brass ring. I made it. I'm on the tonight show and oh, guess what? It sucks. So <laughs> oh, no, I didn't, I didn't enjoy one second. Oh, it was fuck. horrible. And like, while it's happening, I can't, like, I can't imagine while you're doing that set at your dream set of the, no, do, and, of the tonight show while that's happening, like what's going on in your head. And, 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 and. And trying to be true to to them saying and and stay stay do your material don't don't right. go off the cuff and in retrospect it's like well I'm bombing I'm not coming back anyway right. yeah 
Let's go, go let's off go the nuts. cuff. Do, yeah, be do, you, do, do what you, you do. Yeah. Um, now, are you able to wash your hands of that experience when you start on the Tonight Show with Conan? Oh yeah, it was. It, it, okay. That was. I mean, Conan wasn't until two thousand nine. Right. So a lot of time. I, but I still, was, the Tonight Show banner of true. You know, but a different. A okay. Different yeah. World. You're coming into a different. Uh, um, I was very lucky in that the very next week after that, I taped my Comedy Central half hour. Right. In two thousand two as well. Uh, and that so, was still when the half hours were like really special. Special. They and really strong were and, like yeah. you, you was like oh you got a half hour special and uh, so and that destroyed. Awesome. It was it was great. So it was like thank God. Thank God. Well, because yeah, if that's, that didn't go well, shit. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing? Right. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be on this podcast right now. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys giving me a chance. <laughs> well, but in, but how true is that? I I know that when I bomb, the first thing I want to do is I need to go up somewhere. That you do yeah. right because yeah. I need to have I need something to, good. Yeah. And that's how you know happen. you're a comic because it's either I need to go up and erase that and and you know uh, be better than that or you know I guess the people who just go ah oh, well that sucked I don't want to feel like that again I'm not going to do it again. And I've had yeah. that too. I, I, I bombed at a naval base in, in uh, once so bad and one and one time in Dayton, Ohio, I bombed so badly that I just went out to my car and cried and was like, "Why am I doing this? You know, wow. Like, why do I? Why do we put ourselves through this? And, yeah. you know, I should just get out of this." And then you, you go to bed, you wake up the next day and go, "Well, all right, you had a bad show. Yeah, you know, suck mm-hmm. it up." But and then you I, go well, down to the Holiday Inn that has free waffles, and you're like, "Okay, right. well, this isn't so bad." <laughs> a little syrup, a little brekkie. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You suck it up and you you go back to it. Um, yeah. I want to, but we we got about maybe like ten more minutes oh, to give that ten yeah, fifteen more. You guys want. Um, I want to talk about the Conan experience. Okay. Um, and just first of all. Um, audience warm up. Had you done? You hosted a bunch. I Brad did. and I have both done it, and yeah. you, it's the worst in the world, right? You're unbelievable. Yeah. Thank, oh, thank unbelievable, you. and even more respect from doing it oh. uh, and being like, "What the fuck?" Like it's so. First of all, how do you even? You did it for Conan for four years. Well, I did. I did it. Uh, I did two days for Craig Kilborn when he was, did the Late Late Show. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was horrible at it. I was horrible, and I I quit seconds before I think they were, before they were going to fire me. Uh, cause I just, I couldn't take, I would go, I would show up with a knot in my stomach and it just wasn't me. And, and, I, and for people that don't know audience warm up, like every show that has a live studio audience has a comic or a guy just with a microphone with and a, just every commercial break when oh. they're doing reshoots, when someone's got a note, when, the, whenever that happens, they just, Turn the microphone on and say, "Hey, entertain these people." It's not, you're not just for how long? A, you're not just doing a set. Who knows? You're not just right. doing stand-up. You're coming out. You have you have to be entertaining. Um, you have to keep the energy going. I, that yeah. must be like the main thing, right? Like that, you're, for, for for Kilborn, it was that. It was keep the energy up. And and in what ended up happening at Conan, uh, I learned later is like you know that audience at Kilborn, just leave us alone. <laughs> you don't have to be talking to us every commercial break. Mm-hmm. You know, we're uh, we could sit here. Well, you know, we know how to act, you know, like yeah. we're pumped to be here. We're pumped to be here. But the, so, and it, with, with this warm up comic constantly badgering us like and that's what I felt like. I felt like I'm bothering them. Mm-hmm. So when when I got the call to do, excuse me, when I was actually seeing a movie at the Arclight and I and I walked out and I saw that my phone had a message from my manager saying that they want to meet me to do a uh, warm up uh, for the Tonight Show with, with Conan O'Brien. Wow. And it's like, I don't I don't want to do warm up. I have no interest in doing warm up. However, it's the Tonight Show, right. and it's Conan O'Brien. Yep. Yeah, I have to take the meeting. Yeah, so I went to the meeting, and I was like, and I even said to him, I, and I, I never met Conan before in my life. I knew Andy Richter a little bit, and uh, I met Mike Sweeney, the head writer, and Jeff Ross, the executive producer, and some other folks. And they they asked me, you know, they said, "Look, here's what happened. You know, uh, you know, back in New York, we had Brian McCann, who's one of our writers. He would write all day and then run down and do the warm up." 
And now that we're here doing the tonight show, we need somebody that's going to focus. That's their job. You show up and you're the warm up. Uh, and Andy Richter said, if there's anybody that can do one minute to an hour off the top of his head that has the same sensibilities as our show, it's Jimmy Pardo. Wow. And, there you go. And so the job's yours if you want it. And I said, uh, no, I, I don't want to be a warm up, but the, you know, it, it's nice to meet you guys. And mm-hmm. I said, I just can't, I can't stand it. And they said, well, no, no, you're not a warm up. You're an opening act here. You just go out and do comedy and then you're done. You huh. don't have to do the commercial breaks. You don't have to hold their hand. You know, you don't have to do any of that. We do commercials in halftime. You mm-hmm. don't have to do it. It's like, okay, well, let's at least try it. Yeah. And, so, you, bring, and you bring Conan out. And I, well, I would bring uh, Andy out who would bring Conan out uh, at that time. And then, um, so I was like, well, let's give it a try. And then I I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. It was like, first of all, I'm getting, I'm getting a consistent paycheck. Yeah. I'm working with the funniest people on the planet. You You have an audience that's just pumped pumped to be be there. there. They're they're seeing the Tonight Show. They're seeing their hero, Conan O'Brien. And it was great. And then, and I, but I sucked. I wasn't good at it. I was, I would, I would, do, I was kind of doing an impression of a warm up because I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, every day I would come home and go, I hope they don't fire me today. Every time the phone would ring, I go, ah, today's the day they're going to fire me. Jesus. I suck. Wow. And they never did. And, uh, and I got better and I finally figured out just stand where Conan stands mm-hmm. and do the freaking warm up from like, like a star. Do it yeah. like you're the opening act. Like they said you are. Right. And that changed everything. And I stood in one place and did my set Mm-hmm. And still was all my bull, Jimmy part of bullshit of working yeah. the crowd and doing all well, of your it. crowd work is brilliant. And well, like that was, and even you. in the handful of tapings I've been to, that was what I was so impressed by too. Cause it was, you did your jokes, but then like, and for me, and that's, you know, I, and when I headline, like that's, I, I love doing the any set, like having a good balance of crowd work right. and material. And so in, in an opening thing like that too, it was great. And they, and they never, they never gave me a note. The only note that I ever received, uh, they called me in. I'm like, Oh shit, what's going on? And, they said uh, we're gonna we're gonna start having you do fifteen instead of ten. I'm like, awesome. oh, okay, great. Hey, yeah, more. Look, you're you're here anyway. Let's uh, yeah. Let's you know let's get you, let you go out there and have some fun. And then, uh, you know, I I loved it. Would I, you, you know, try to do different material? I mean, well, you know, it was different every night because I, I had the same set jokes of stupid turn your. Phone but your crowd work was always different. But it was always different because they're mm-hmm. tourists yeah. and they're yeah. and they're Conan fans that flew in from. Nebraska with signs so, and shirts and so it was different every day. Yeah. So it was it was fun and and fresh every day. And then uh, you know I haven't done it for a year. I left a year ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gary Cannon does it now, and he does a great job. Uh, How was working with Conan once you got to know him? You know that's the other thing is they never treated me. They they literally treated me like it was Conan, Andy, me. Like that's wow. the respect they showed me for this job. Like they so really cool. really. Because uh, there's so many times, and I've heard stories from Brody Stevens and yeah. other guys that do uh, audience warm up, where they they don't care about the at audience all, warm-up. and it's you're in never the way a thought. And everything's yeah. uh, never not one day, Brad. It was uh, that's, that's so great. It was the greatest, and I will never do it. I when we you know when we were done with the Tonight Show and we had the nine months off between that, a lot of people had seen me do it at the Tonight Show. So I got offers for sitcoms to do warm up. I got yeah. offers for other talk shows, and I didn't take it. I was like, I I Nothing's always said top it. I'm going to do it for Conan O'Brien, and that's it. Wow, I'm, I'm well, you were at the top of the mountain in terms, right. and you were being treated like you said so well. Yeah. So why would you? Then, Why would I go back to throwing out candy? Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and, which is really you're not you're not a comedian. You're a babysitter. You and now there's a skill. Those guys that are great warm ups. There's a skill. To oh that. yeah, absolutely. But it's not a skill that I have, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't want to do it. No, and, um, and and you have plenty of other and uh, much like Liam Neeson, you have a 
particular set of skills. Yes, and, I do. And, so and that's don't, not, don't take my daughter. You also have the same push-up <laughs> regimen. As I do. He does the same four. Yeah. Four a day, holds it for 45. But it changed my life. It really did. Because they involved you in the show, too. It was, my, you know, it's funny. My personal appearance agent said, once they realize how great you are, they're not going to just limit you to be the warm-up. And I was like... I, that's not couch bad. appearances, stand but up. But it did. It went from never stand up because I'm not a good five minute guy. I feel like, uh, no, maybe it's the couch. Then I just I did. Uh, it started with remotes. I started mm-hmm. doing some remotes for him, right. and then I was on every six months as a guest. And then Andy had to miss a few days, so I filled in as the co-host. Oh man! And, and it was like, oh, that phone call was like, yeah. hey, Andy has to miss a few days. Conan wants to know if you want to co-host with him. What the fuck are you? Yeah. Oh my! Are God. you kidding me? Why, you, why are you even asking? Yes. Just, just, yeah, just, yes. Yeah, and then and they're not calling John Stamos. They're coming to me. This right. is awesome. They're not calling somebody famous. Like exactly, Brad. Like that's how I felt. Yeah. Like they had all these other options. And Pete Holmes was about to do his show, mm-hmm. and Dion Cole was about it was had his show. So it's like it wouldn't it would have made sense if they would have picked Pete or Dion. Like sure, that came from the those. Conan family, and yeah. and so when they went when Conan and then I showed up to work that day later that day, and Conan goes, oh, so I you talked to Mike. Yeah, you're good. You're good doing this. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm good doing this. <laughs> yeah, of course. He's like, well, I appreciate you really helping us out. Like, Helping you out. Well, you're going to say no. <laughs> you're giving me the great. Of course I want to wow. do this. It's a yeah. dream. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been he meeting Conan O'Brien and, and that entire crew has, you know, changed my life. Did you have, uh, I mean, top uh, top three Conan moments? I mean, just show moments. I mean, whether it was meeting a, because uh, I mean, obviously you got to meet uh, right I everybody. Have, you know, I, I, uh, meeting and improvising with Tom Hanks was great. Uh, same yeah. with Martin Short to be able to improvise oh with like God. two of my heroes backstage yeah. or backstage and uh, you know they're on they're online at the teamcoga.com slash Pardo Patrol because I would do these behind the backstage yeah. interviews yeah, yeah. Um, and so to do that to, to have fun with Tom Hanks and Martin Short and uh, and when you meet guys like that do you do you meet them and go oh yeah that's why like like when you, when you meet Tom Hanks, you're like, yeah, that's why you're the biggest star on the planet. Yeah, and 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 arguably, he and he and Henry Winkler could fight it out. A nicest guy in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, Tom yeah, Hanks was that. just so. Uh, that was it. Can I bore you with this story? Please, please. So we would do these Pardo Patrol things where I would I would quote unquote barge in on them right. uh, into their dressing room right. and then do aggressive interviews, <laughs> and uh, we would always ask we would ask the a you know the the lead guest and. and Every now and then the lead guest would say yes, Martin Short, and some people that would do it. Uh, but more often than not, it was the it was the second guest, mm-hmm. uh, who were also great, funny people. Yep. But so when Tom Hanks was coming on the show, you know, we didn't even bother asking him. It's like, well, Tom Hanks isn't going to want to do a part of Patrol. It's like right. he's, or, you know, he's got two Oscars. He's one of the biggest <laughs> movie stars of all time. He, yeah. This isn't his bag. And so I'm out there doing. I'm I'm doing the warm up, and Aaron, who is in charge of uh, the the website content and he comes he, he comes over to me i'm done okay please you know hey give it up for the band or whatever the shit yeah mm. and <laughs> i walk off and he goes tom hanks wants to do a part of patrol i go what he goes tom, he goes tom hanks just said hey i want to do one of those he goes he didn't know my he didn't know my name he goes i want to do one of those interviews with that with that funny guy that breaks in what like, are you fucking- <laughs> so like so so he's seen it so highlight yeah. highlights would be that Come like on. like tom hanks wants to do the thing that that's because of you by the way he uh, wanted yeah. to basically right that's a giant compliment. And I, so I get in and he goes, he goes, so what do you do? You, you insult me. And, and he saw, it was great. He saw the, uh, uh, the, uh, the formula, the mm-hmm. formula basically was, and I, and I, it was with the second one, what I do with uh, Dr. Ken Jung, uh, was I'm insulting. I'm insulting. I'm insulting. You say one thing that's kind of insulting to me and I get infuriated by it. <laughs> and so Tom Hanks goes, so I, I get the drill. You're going to insult me a little bit, insult me. And then I'll say one thing to you and you storm out. I go, Yeah. 
Wow. And he, he goes, knew right, the let's drill. Do it. He knew it. And so all of a sudden we're doing it and I'm improvising and we would improvise for about 10 minutes and then, mm-hmm. you know, two make, you know, made the clip. Uh, but it was, it was just, that. what type of things would you say to him that were, uh, what uh, was my thing with Tom Hanks? How was, do you insult Tom Hanks? That, uh, <laughs> Joe versus the volcano. Not that good. I, you didn't, I was, was rooting for the volcano. You didn't really have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with him, I basically just was like, uh. Uh, I would start out, you know, complimentary about, you know, Philadelphia or Forrest Gump. And then, uh, you know, getting down to the ones that weren't, you know, he had a couple of clunkers there. Of course. And so mm-hmm. I would go, uh, uh, I would I would play word association. I would go, let's play the word association, you know, uh, bosom buddies, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> sellout, <laughs> paycheck, <laughs> coasting currently. <laughs> and then, and he was like, he, he would, and he would say something back. And then yeah. eventually, you know, he's like, uh, I forget what he said to me. And I was, uh, oh, he said, uh. Uh, ah, fuck, I don't remember. But he said something that I was able to explode. Right. And then mm-hmm. he's yelling at me as I'm running out. And it was, uh, That's so it was cool. great. Was there a uh, musical guest uh, that you met or saw? I mean, uh, well, well, I never heard of Fritz, uh, Fitz and the Tantrums. And then when I yeah. they came on, they were phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but I did get to do, I did a part of a show with Daryl Hall. <laughs> all right, I just, <laughs> all right. All right, I literally, breathe, Adam, breathe. <laughs> Okay. I literally just had like a 40 minute conversation today about how I want Daryl Hall to be my dad. And hey, my dad, Lance, you're a great guy. You d- Your dad's you- name is Lance? Yeah. I've never met a Lance in my life. Lance Ray. Yet it doesn't sound Lance like a father. Lance Ira Ray. Doesn't that sound like a fake CIA name? Yes, it I mean, does. Yeah. Sounds like a Jewish porn star. Yeah. Lance Ira Ray. You hear that, dad? <laughs> hear time, that to, dad? time to put down that. Go we'll get some uh, Skittles in Germany. <laughs> Uh, but so no. why did you? Well, so I've I just always been a Hall Notes fan, and because well, uh, they're great, because they're amazing, and I went and saw them live in San Diego last year. Where'd you go, Humphreys? Uh, no, the um, the oh, S- San Diego Outdoor Amphitheater, you got San Diego, yeah, and uh, and literally was probably the mean age was I don't know fifty eight, right? Uh, so a lot of people. So tell you me, got laid that night. So uh, <laughs> a couple times. So a couple. Uh, a lot of people telling me to sit down. And finally, the girl I'm with, uh, and she had some drinks, turns around and goes, hey, we paid for these seats, and it's Hall and Oates. You want to sit down and not dance? What the fuck's wrong with wow. you? And they stood. She, and the, she's a keeper. Well, the, du- the dude with him like, was like, she's right, and stood up, and then the woman threw a hissy fit. Uh, anyway, that's off topic. Daryl Hall is the man, was wearing shades on stage, yeah. long hair, Tommy Bahama shirt, so good, but so chill. Um, all right, so- Please tell me all of that it was, was consistent with when you met him. It was, uh, by the way, I met him. I met him maybe uh, a decade ago at the Greek Theater. Amazing. And he was uh, aloof. And you mean stoned? Uh, I mean uh, dismissive and rude. Oh, bummer. And it was like, ah, oh, fuck. You know. So I was bummed out. So, so then when I got to work, you know, I would always look on who's coming up the next week, and we yeah. would say, well, who should we ask to do a part of Patrol? And I said, you know what? Let's ask Daryl. And you know, and can I just say real quick, how bummed out is Oates that he's never thought of first? Um, well, <laughs> for, for any part of patrol, any sort well, of. If he was there, I would have asked him. For real? Oh, sure, of course. Gotcha. Uh, but he, so I said, let's ask Daryl Hall. And uh, same deal. It was a word association. They would Daryl Hall where I'm insulting him. And, uh, <laughs> but I, uh, I sang Sarah Smile with him. Oh, my God. And. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> breathe at him. Breathe. <laughs> only about because of uh, for, of copyright rights. You know, only about eight seconds is yeah, in the yeah, clip. Yeah. Still, right, right. And but we sang it for a while, mm-hmm. and it was like 
holy shit, I'm fucking singing oh, with Daryl Hall. Jimmy, that's unreal. It was the great, because even though he was aloof and kind of rude that time, it was like, well, you know, he, he just did a show or whatever the hell. Yeah. In your life. I, I'm people, sure I've been rude at some point. People can have an off day. Have an off day. Yeah. He could not have been nicer. He also understood, because he does that live from Daryl's house, yeah. mm-hmm. he understands the importance of the internet. So when it was like, Oh, I can promote on this two and a half minute viral video for Team Coco. Come on, I can. Pro- he got it, so he yeah. had fun with it, and That's great. Uh, so it was great. So that was also one of the highlights. I mean, yeah. it, it's been. Great. Well, because I just love that a guy that's worked in this business as long as you have and as hard as you have in, in terms of you've been to Fairbanks, Alaska. I think that pretty much sums it all up. Yeah. Uh, that that now that you, you've got you've had to have these awesome experiences and that uh, between the work that you do on your podcast and uh, it, it's just so I always like seeing good things happen to good people in this business. Even though you didn't remember meeting me earlier today, but that's okay. Which I, that's I, will, okay. I will go to my grave that we didn't meet, Brad. I would remember meeting you. You're memorable, Brad. I, I have a few individual, you know, characteristics to yes, stand out. You're memorable. Yeah. We better, freak. We didn't. I swear to God, we didn't meet. I do want to know before we wrap up. Like, can we talk uh, just uh, for a few minutes about the whole Team Coco when that came about? Sure. I mean, and not even you don't have to t- touch too much on the whole Tonight Show thing. You know, read the book by Bill Carter. Of course, uh, I'm listening uh, to the audio book right now the, of the second one. Yeah, the one about Conan. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's amazingly accurate. What's it called? Uh, uh, oh, Jesus, uh, Wars twice. All right, like two or what's it called? Late I'll, late wars, late night wars. Okay. Late, when 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 Leno went early and Conan went crazy or, or something, something like that, it's I'll, it, I'll look it up. So that's that's the accurate depiction. And it's and it, what's amazing about it is reading it and going, I was standing right next to Jeff Zucker when that happened. Like oh oh, I was in the green room when the I like we didn't know what was happening. It, all of a sudden, they just the network started showing up a lot, and and in retrospect, like when you read the book, it's like. Yes, he walked in right there. He did. I remember that. Wow. I was having a cupcake and he, like. The, yeah, the war for late night. The war for, that's it. Was yeah. there a big, so there was a giant shift in energy just, I mean, immediately once any sort of word started to kind of get out. There, it like, was, you know, we, everybody kind of heard it from TMZ. Uh, wow. TMZ reported it. I was at home and uh, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And so then I, I texted my friends over there. I go, I go, you guys watching TMZ? I go, we all just turned it on. We, like, mm-hmm. like, that's, we all found out that way. Including no Conan and it's like it's like wait what Jay Leno leaked it out that he wants his job back and and NBC's considering it it's like that's and that's how we find out and so, so then, then you come back the next day and I mean well, honestly, no, we, that was that was before work that day geez. and then Conan called a meeting uh, and 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 said you know you know we're gonna find out what's going on I don't you know this is it's TMZ and yeah mm-hmm. uh, you know you can take it with a grain of salt or but you know I forget what he said and then. Uh, before you know it, it was, uh, you know, in, in 10 days, we're going to be off the air. And it was, uh, wow. it, it, it was, it was a weird, it was a weird, but it, 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 in a weird way, it bonded everybody, like everybody there, because they all moved from New York. These yeah. people all moved from New York. I'm a local hire. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just a gig to me. It, not, not really. Cause in my head, I'm like, well, it's the tonight show. I'll work here for the next 30 years of my life. Yeah. Sure. Not, they'll never fire the host of the tonight show. And sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did. I just bought a house. So. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it was just, it was, it was a weird people walking through the hallways with tears in their eyes and rightfully so it's yeah, like, sure. I mean, they, it was like getting hit in the face with a pipe for these people. They moved their families and mm-hmm. seven months later it's over. Yeah. It was crazy. Was and it, how did, um, I mean, w- would you ever 
have one on ones with people? Was it just a lot of like frustration and anger? I mean, people. It like, was a lot was- of uh, a lot of camaraderie. Like everybody, it was it was almost like. Uh, uh, you know, this is please. I'm not comparing it to 9 11, but remember after 9 11, where we all embraced it, yes. and the world got along yes. for two and a half months. Yes, mm-hmm. it was that, but in this, and by the and that's the beauty about, about working for Conan is it, it doesn't have any of that Hollywood bullshit feel to it. Yeah, they all were like this family from New York that came out here oh, man. with a New York energy and a New York vibe, and they all worked together for decades. And they were told by these L.A. suits that, that like, so, seven months later. And, I mean, rather than 9-11, I would say rather the scene in Toy Story when they're going into the incinerator and all the toys kind of hold hands. <laughs> you want to do a cartoon reference mine? I live in the real world, Brad. 9-11 changed this country. I brought that up earlier. Toy and I Story stand by just it. changed the way kids looked at toys, you right? freak. Right? We all uh, sobbed and we watched it. <laughs> Uh, uh, but, it, but did, did Conan ever come out and say, hey, we are doing another show, though? Like, to, just to give any sort of, like... No, it, 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 it. There's no well, way you can look ahead and there was res- no way. Like I, I don't, I don't know if he knew what was going to happen. Like, yeah. yeah, well, because at the time it, there were, I remember there was rumors. Well, and he, I'm, I'm not to that part in the book yet, but uh, there, there, there was rumors of him going to Fox. Yeah. There was rumors of him doing like a bunch of other different things. There was rumors of him like in Kimmel both being on ABC. Like yeah, there was yeah there was talk of the ABC of uh, but he didn't want to do that. Like he didn't want to do to Kimmel what was happening to him. Like right, you know he's he, he's the, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was weird. It was weird. And again, I was, I was, I was the new guy there. I was the new guy at, at, at the show and they had all worked together, like I said, for decades. And uh, Did you feel a little LA responsibility just because you were the only guy that didn't come out there as far as like being like, I felt, I did feel a little guilty. Like, well, this, this is going to suck for me, but I didn't move cross country. Right. And so, so it's like, like, you couldn't complain to anyone, the, no. the, the guy that it just, Got right. his family and whose kids are now going to a new school. New school, new everything, and they uprooted right. everybody. And uh, it was a, it was weird, man. That's the only way to describe it. It just was a weird. Because you've been in this business uh, a handful of years, and just saying how like Hollywood and show, I mean, just and really having an old school mentality. So to see something yeah. very, um, who's also old school. You know, Conan's also an old yeah, school yeah. guy, and to see an old school guy kind of get. Treated that something way. like that. I mean, it was you know nobody. It it, it was definitely for me like being like oh wow. Like to me, the funniest guy on TV. Like if that can happen, anything is nothing yeah, is so right. Nothing is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I and, guess that's already like, but man. And like I mean, I've been doing this. You know, I was uh, you know I was in our gang uh, shorts back as a child. So uh, really, you know, no, Brad, oh. that, was from, that was from the thirties. <laughs> I don't know how old you are. You look Four great. I do look good. I don't know. You look I mean, good. Small you... small people age really well. Is that what it is? Yes. We have. Uh, I don't disagree. I'm more handsome today than I was 20 <laughs> years ago. When I was a bloated, drunken mess. Uh, well, you look God, great. This was. I you get, sound great. This was unbelievable. Thank you for. Did having you have me. a good time? I did. So you got. You can come back anytime you want, man. This was. Um, Listen, we only have room enough for one short guy in the show. Yeah, let's not. Let, let, well, let's not give him the key. I, I thank you again. This. This was fun. <laughs> yeah. Never yeah. not funny is a podcast. Yes, and Parkcastathon March fifth streams at nevernotfunny.com. Yeah, with the, raising money for Smile Train for a great for a great charity. So listen to the podcast. Uh, and when's the push up yeah. competition? I do that every morning. So. <laughs> with myself. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. So that's the show.
<laughs> Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.